everybody, I'm Diana Madison. Welcome to Dream Big. Dream Big was created because I just wanted to have an outlet to be able to talk about things that have happened in my life and I want to be able to share some of this knowledge that I have gained in the last 12 years and be able to give it to you guys so you could use it in your life and be able to do whatever you guys have always wanted to do. I feel like I've been really a great manifester in my life and I want to share with you guys the 10 commandments that I have on dreaming big and making things come true and just living the life that you've always imagined. always all about being honest and just being candid and real and just no bullshit. That's just how I am. Uh, that's my personality. No bullshit. No filters. Although I do love filters on Instagram. But when I'm talking, <laughs> no filters. So this podcast, Dream Big, is something that like came to me about a year ago and I was not confident to launch it. And it took some time for me to play with the idea. Um to think about like how I could like, you know, massage it and like what could come out of it. And then I just kept getting like messages on Instagram, direct messages from people, strangers I've never met, saying how they are thinking about dreaming big. Cause I always would do that hashtag dream big and quotes about dreaming big and how literally like they are thinking about dreaming big. They're starting their, you know, side hustle because of me. They're starting a company cause you've seen what's happened with my career. For me, that's the best act of service I could do to anybody and just in general in life because like, there's no point for me to be successful if I can't give back the knowledge, if I can't give back resources, if I can't give back to people in any way. And I've always tried giving back to people by giving them my time, giving them my expertise, giving people jobs. Um, that was really rewarding to me. I feel like in the last year, I was able to help 200 people get jobs uh, with the creation of the show Glam Masters, with the company Upstep Studios that I have. Um, that for me is really, really rewarding that from an idea that could spark up in your head, you're able to help people and uh, help people have their dreams come true. For me, the most rewarding thing is when I hear some of my staff members at Upset Studio tell me that graduating college, their dream was to come to LA and work for Holly Scoop, the Holly Scoop YouTube channel. For me, that's crazy because Holly Scoop was like literally created inside of my parents' house in a little tiny room from the frustration that nobody would put me on camera. <laughs> so the irony of that, that like I created that because I wasn't given the time to be on camera for some of the shows I really want. Like, I really wanted to be on E! News. I really wanted to host TRL on MTV. You know, um, some of the shows that I was dying to be on would not give me the time of day. And that is why Holly Scoop was created. It was created for me to have some camera time, some FaceTime. Um, and so for me to hear people wanting to come to LA, from South Africa, from, you know, the South, uh, from random parts of the world, to be on Holly Scoop is just mind-boggling. It's crazy. And I don't know, I get goosebumps when I talk about it. It's, it's one of the best things that I feel like I've ever heard in my life. Uh, and that feeling and that emotion I get, it's just so rewarding. So I want to talk to you guys about dreaming big and why I named my podcast Dream Big. Because in my head, dreaming big isn't just the ideology of like thinking about something big and praying and hoping one day it could happen. It could possibly not happen because it's so big. Like for me, no, no, no. 
we don't think small. We don't play small. Like if you're going to dream big, you're making that come true. It's possible. But it takes a lot to make it come true. And I'm going to go into all that, like the 10 commandments when it comes to me and what I do in my life when it comes to dreaming big. I want to share this with you guys because I feel like it could really help you guys in your life. Because I was struggling so much when I was like trying to make it in the industry, trying to make a name for myself. And there really wasn't a handbook that you could follow to make things come to life. There's like books I read that inspired me, but not, nothing really like a handbook of like, do this, do that, it's going to happen. Um, I'm a big believer in the secret and about manifesting. And I know that like people who really know me in real life, they know I'm a really good manifester and actually it's interesting because I went to an event recently and this girl came up to me and she is a fellow blogger and she said you know one thing I've, I've noticed about you by following you is you seem like you manifest really well and I'm like that's so funny you say that because anybody who knows me my close friends know when I manifest something like 99% it's gonna happen and if it doesn't happen it's because God has something bigger planned for me that I couldn't actually imagine it to happen so Let's talk about this, right? My 10 commandments. I think the first thing to talk about is in order to dream big, you got to think big. You can't think small. Um, if you think small, then you are going to do things small, you know, and maybe some people don't want to dream big and that's okay with them. But if you're listening to this podcast, that means you're kind of similar to me where you want to make things happen. You want to make your dreams come true. So this is the right podcast for you. And if this is the right podcast for you, you have no time to play small. You're here for the big leagues. I think when you dream big, you act big, you believe big, the results are going to be big. It's just how it is. If you are like, you know, not confident in yourself and you really don't really believe it's going to happen, that just quit right now. Like, why are we like, turn this off? Like, why are we wasting our time right now? And that happens to all of us. Like, it's happened to me many times where I doubt myself. And I'm here to tell you, don't. Because I wish someone was, was to tell me, Diana, don't doubt yourself. In the last couple of years, I've met amazing people that have completely helped shape my life. And I owe them a lot to my success because the most success I've had in my life has been in the last three to four years. And I've had such amazing people in my life who have been teaching me that I can do whatever I want to do, uh, to think big, to believe in myself. And I, you know, I, I don't have to like, name their names. You guys are probably listening to this or watching this. I love you guys. You guys have helped me so much. Um, you know, from life coaches to healers to therapists, like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, but if you're listening and you've, you've got this issue where you're not so confident in yourself, like, listen to this, okay? Because this is going to help you. It's, it's something that I've, struggle with for so long and then when I look back I'm like why I mean just yesterday I was looking back at old photos which I don't really like to do I was cleaning out an Instagram page of mine that I haven't touched in a long time so I'm cleaning out old photos and I was I was deleting photos I was like wait why did I think I was ugly then I actually was like I'm not ugly or like why did I think I was successful back then when I'm like doing this and doing that and in that moment, when I, I think back, I remember how insecure I was about the way I looked, about the, my body, about just everything I was doing. And so when I look back, I'm like, that is so ridiculous. What is wrong with me? But, you know, in that moment, you don't think anything better. And unfortunately, I have dealt with a lot of stuff that has brought on those insecurities. And that's just life. 
in life, you are going to fail. And I think the more you fail, the better it's going to be for your success. Because the more you fail, um, the more you're doing something right. Because life is about learning lessons. And if we're not learning lessons, you know, what's the point of living? Really, um, I never thought like that before. I really thought failing was like, oh, the end of the world. Like every time something didn't go my way, I really thought it was the end of the world. Like this is it. It's done. It's over. I'm quitting. Um, But in reality, that was only setting me up and preparing me for something bigger. It's always nice to like reset, recharge, think about what you did wrong for that answer to have been a no. And then when you're in that process of rethinking, recharging, something amazing pops along in your head. And then you're ready for the next step, which is bigger than you imagine. That's kind of what's always happened in my life. Um, I've always, like the fact that I am about to go film my next movie, my second movie, and I'll tell you guys more about that when the time comes, but it's with a major A-list star. Like, it's crazy. I decided to get into acting over a year ago, and it all started because I lost a job, a hosting job, and you know, I was talking to my agent, my agent's like, you know, now they're only hiring actors to do hosting and, and it's just how the nature of the business is right now. And I'm like, well, I guess I I need to start acting because if, if I'm going to keep losing jobs to actors, like I got to evolve, I got to survive. I don't want to drown. And it started off like that, the intention of acting, but now I'm obsessed with it. I've got the acting bug. I'm in love with it. I do acting classes once a week with my uh, coach and I am so upset that I didn't do this before. Like, why did it take me so long to realize acting was a big passion of mine? Now that that I'm upset about. But, you know, we're following God's plan and there was a reason why I had to go through what I had to go through to get to this point in my life. I'm 36 and I'm going to be filming my second movie pretty soon. And my first movie, Mob Town, will be out on Netflix. It comes out December 13. That's the premiere date. So I cannot wait. I'm so excited. All right, now going back to my 10 commandments of dreaming big. So the first one I said is to dream big, you got to think big, believe big, 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 okay? The second one I want to talk to you about is positivity and how it's become my lifestyle. I get messages all the time like, you inspire me so much in the mornings. You're always so like happy and uplifting and you've always got a smile on your face. And I want to tell you guys this, like I wasn't born this way. I literally have made positivity my lifestyle. Maybe there's a part of me that's always optimistic, yes, but I try to make positivity my lifestyle. There's days where I just like can't get out of bed. I just can't do it. I just can't. There's just so much going on. I'm so tired, but I always try to bring myself in this place through meditation where I'm grateful, I'm happy, I'm optimistic, I see all the things that I have, and I'm so grateful for everything that God has brought into my life. It's hard. It's hard to be positive when, you know, you're in you're in there in the trenches. And trust me, trust me, I know what it's like to be down there in the trenches. But you just really need to think about the big picture and think about all the things you do have instead of all the things you don't have. And it's really, really important to like constantly shift your mind. It's a battle I have, like the two sides in my head playing, the positive, negative, positive, negative. You always have to have the positive beat that negative's ass. (laughs) You got to train your mind to see the good in everything. You really, really have to do that. And it's hard. It is hard. I would say it's all about the quality of your thoughts when you're living this positive lifestyle. Positivity is a lifestyle. And there are some people that are, they love negativity and negativity is their lifestyle. And that's great for them. 
But what I've learned, you know, through my life is I can't have those negative people in my life. So if negative is your lifestyle, that's amazing. Good for you. You won't be in my inner circle. You just won't. I have to constantly bounce off of other people's positive energy. And if you're like dark and negative, that's fine and that's okay. It's just there's no room and space for that kind of uh, personality in my life because I really, really need to make sure my space is cleared, it's clean, it's harmonious, and the people you invite in your life have a lot to do with like what happens in your life. So make sure you guys are all on, you and your friends and whoever's in your circle, you guys are all on the same level of energy. It's really, really important. Um, Who you surround yourself with says a lot about you, says a lot about, you know, like your actions, uh, says a lot about what's gonna like come your way. It just, once you start, letting go of negativity it opens space for amazing things to grow and to happen and that I've learned the hard way uh, but I'm so happy I'm so happy where I'm at with my life right now I'm so happy with the quality of friends that I've built in my circle and I have a small inner circle but this inner circle I could trust with everything uh, and that's something I've struggled with for a long time being able to like say something to someone and not being judged and be able to trust them to know that what I'm saying doesn't leave that inner circle. So please know that who you build your inner circle with, like you must know that they must be on your same energy wavelength. Um, you know, if, if I'm having one of those days where I'm just having one of those days, I'm upset, I want to vent, I want to be able to trust that person in front of me that if I'm venting and seeing things that maybe I'm going to like forget about or regret in the next day, like my friend understands that and they are not going to like use that against me, <laughs> you know, and that's happened to me. So build a smart circle of friends that's on your same energy length that supports you and wants to grow with you and wants to learn with you. This is so important you guys number three my 10 commandments is smile more now smiling more might not solve your problems that's for sure but it can change a lot of things your smile could be so infectious that it could uplift somebody else's day so something i do a lot is i try to smile and that's something i get told a lot by people when i meet them they're like i knew it was you diana i knew it was you because of your smile like the other day i went to a restaurant and i was picking up food to go and i looked like shit and i was in my gym clothes and my hair was in a mess and definitely didn't have any makeup and these girls were like diana right and i'm like yeah and they're like we knew it was you because of your smile i guess i was smiling <laughs> looking like shit on my way to pick up my food well then again when i am picking up food i'm really happy because then i get to eat and i'm not hungry anymore hangry so I got recognized by my smile and I've tried my best to smile even in situations where I'm like oh, I want to kill you oh, I just want to like yell and scream and shout I try to smile number four and my ten commandments is discipline now discipline is really important to be successful in life and to dream big so discipline is something that's really hard to do I've I've literally taught myself how to dis discipline myself by creating deadlines. So I create these like mock deadlines and I'm like, by Friday, I need to finish this. By next week, I need to finish this. And of course, I don't have anybody over my head as an entrepreneur to tell me like, hey, you've got by Friday to finish this. I got to tell myself by Friday, I need to finish this. So I need to be disciplined on like how many times I'm out a night or, you know, if I'm going to be drinking or whatever. 
people who know me know that I don't like to drink too much. And it's not because I, I'm such a party pooper and I don't like to have fun. It's because when I drink now in my 30s, it takes a long time to recover. It's not like before. And I have to pick my battles. If I'm going to be in Monday morning and I've got a big week ahead of me, like I'm not really going to drink. I'll have like a glass of wine or something, but that's about it. And it's just part of my discipline. It's nothing, anything more than I need to discipline myself to get work done and deadlines done and be in the best shape possible mentally, health-wise. And when I drink lately, it takes a long time. Like when I went to Coachella, I drank and it took me two weeks to recover. I have a one-year-old and I have a three-year-old. Like it is tough. Like these kids don't sleep. I mean, they're in my bed jumping up at like 3, 4 a.m. I'm like, why are you in my bed? But like, you know, that's my reality. So I have to be realistic. And maybe when my kids get older, I could have more than a glass or two. But for now, this is my situation and I have to be disciplined. And even though I want to have fun, like I got to sleep early and I got to not drink. So when you take small disciplined steps every day repeatedly, it ends up in a huge, huge result. Um, Just like discipline by waking up early every single day and working out. When you wake up early every single day and work out, I work out three times a week. I wake up really early before I start my day. It sucks because I really need that like extra hour to sleep. But I know that discipline of getting up and working out, like it's going to give me the results I want. Um, So that's like a great way to describe discipline. Would work like I have disciplined myself on like the amount of deadlines I have, what I need to do by what time of the week. And, you know, I like give myself these timelines and like I do it weekly and every week. I mean, it pays off eventually because, you know, you're creating amazing results. A great way for me to explain an example of discipline is when I decided to take on acting. I was three months pregnant and I decided to do acting classes once a week on my time off. Now, I run a company, a digital media company. Like, I host my talk show. I now have a podcast. I really don't have much time to dedicate to something new, but I have a passion for acting, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to dedicate one hour once a week to acting, and I started doing these Skype classes with the teacher at Atlanta, and literally I did it once a week, and I feel like it paid off because I did it once a week for a year, and I really didn't want to do it. I was like tired. I'm pregnant. I remember like the acting coach was like, are you like going to keep doing this? You're nine, like, aren't you about to deliver? I was like nine months pregnant, I like a week before I delivered a baby. I'm like, yep, I'm still here uh, until I'm here. I'm still going to do it. And I started doing it after I had the baby too. But that is discipline when you sit your ass down. <laughs> you're like, you got to do this. Even though you don't want to do it, you really want to be Netflix and chilling. Um, so that is discipline. Sacrifice. It's important to sacrifice in order to be successful. Success isn't a coincidence. It's a lot of hard work, a lot of sacrifices. Um, You know, some people think of sacrifices as when you're going to school and you dedicate your time to study instead of being like being out and partying. Or I remember when I just started school when I was 18, a lot of my friends would be out and go out and do fun stuff. And I decided to take on three two internships and one job. So I was working at Aldo Shoes. I was interning at Entertainment Tonight. And then I got an internship at E! News. And I also did an internship for this local Armenian TV station and um, for a channel called Home and Amen TV. 
And I literally would want to be out with my friends. They were having so much fun. But I knew deep down that like what I wanted more was to be successful and to have a career. And I knew internships were really a great way to get your foot in the door. And I just remember I would be like kind of jealous of my friends having a good time. But I was like, Diana, you got to sacrifice. You got to sacrifice. And um, as an 18-year-old, those are big sacrifices to take to not go out and have a good time and instead be working. So so I think when you sacrifice time to work on a craft, a skill, something in order to like get those big results, that's going to be really, really important. So number six commandment is be a child. Like, wait, what? What does that mean, right? Something I've learned about with my kids, and I've literally, I'm taking this away from my kids. So I have a one-year-old and a three-year-old. And every morning I like go to get them out of their cribs and their beds. And my son is so excited, like so excited. And my daughter is so excited. And they forget about everything that happened the day before. You know, my daughter might have fallen the day before and she doesn't remember. And the same thing with my son. Like, they don't remember what happened the day before. They're so excited in the morning for what's to come. And I feel like you've got to act like that as an adult too. Just childlike. Excited for what's ahead. Because we tend to get caught up in our problems. We tend to get caught up in the dramas from the day before. And I've realized with my kids that, you know, you got to just not think too much about it and just wake up with the thought that something amazing is going to happen to you that day. And ever since I've started doing that, amazing things are happening. So that is a great way, I believe, to start your day is anytime you wake up with that like negativity, it's like, er, press the brakes, change that up. You're excited because something insane is going to happen today. A miracle is coming your way. And when you really believe that, it's the universe. It feels the vibrations of your brain wavelengths like it's going to come to you. It really is. You don't even have to say it. It's just like that energy. The universe feels it and it's just going to come to you. So another thing I've realized is gratitude is such a secret to manifesting. When you are grateful for everything in your life and grateful for the little things in life, like the air I breathe or like the sun and, you know, just like I'm, I'm really grateful right now that I have this matcha green tea latte from Starbucks next to me because I was falling asleep right before I started to do this podcast and I needed some like eh, pick me up and this is here right now. My husband just brought it for me and I'm so excited. So this makes me really, really happy and grateful right now. But, you know, just things that we take for granted. Like, I'm always grateful that I have shelter. I'm always grateful that I have health. Um, when I drive through Hollywood these days, there's so many people who are homeless. And I realize, like, how grateful I am that I have a home. I have a blanket. I have shelter. And... Um, just things that like are so simple, like you have legs, you have arms, um, and it just goes on and on and on. And I feel like that is a big secret that you learn from, you know, reading books about manifesting um, when you watch The Secret. You got to really be grateful. And especially when you're at your worst, that is when you need to be most grateful. And it's hard. I know it's like, wait, what are you talking about, right? Like when you're in your worst, you're in your worst. Like the last thing you want to be is like, I'm so grateful for this problem I have. No, but I'm just saying like when you're in your worst position, you really need to think about all the things you do have instead of what you don't have. And when you get into that mindset, you really shift. My eighth commandment is to not live in the past. I feel like a great way of dreaming big and being successful is to always be quick to evolve and be quick to change. If you get caught up in the old ways, it's going to work against you. 
And I've seen that like just being on YouTube for the last 12 years, like starting off with Holly Scoop and then building my own channel. I've just seen that there's trends that come and go and you need to be quick on your feet and be able to change quickly. And if you don't, you will drown. And um, especially in this world we're living in right now, it's such a fast paced world. You need to be quick to adapt and quick to change. Um, I've noticed a lot of people who aren't like successful is because they get caught in their own ways. They're like their own worst enemies and they're not willing to change. And I mean, just simple stuff like changing with the fashion, changing with the styles, like you got to always evolve. And I remember someone came to me once and they said, God, you've been doing this for a while. Like you're like always evolving. That's like your secret. You always evolve. And I'm like, yeah, I don't really, it's funny because I don't really think about it in that way, but it's just, you know, it's just how I am and how I'm built. I always want to better myself, be a better version of myself. I'm never really competing with other people. I'm just competing with myself. And to be a better version of myself, I always need to see like what I'm doing wrong, what I'm doing right, what I need to be doing. Um, and I always get inspired by amazing people around me. So I'm always evolving and trying to be a better me. Ninth commandment, dreaming big, right? Um, I think a great way to dream big is to look the part. So what do you want to be in your life? Make sure you look that part. So here's an example I'm going to give you guys about how to look the part. So when I was invited to the governor's ball back in November, it was the uh, academy that was throwing this event. And this event brings all the biggest A-listers in Hollywood. I mean, it was like Nicole Kinman. Like, it was just like everybody that you could name in Hollywood that's a major movie star. It was like, it was like Oprah and Steven Spielberg and Tyler Perry. Like, everybody was at this governor's ball. And people go to the governor's ball to like pitch their movies and projects for the upcoming award show year. So it probably has more A-listers than the Oscar event itself. So when I got invited to go by my friend who said, Diana, you're acting now, so you should definitely come to this event. Uh, Ken, who you guys know does my hair, Ken was like, listen, Diana, if you're going to go to this event as an actress, you can't go looking like a blogger. Because obviously, like, how I usually look like is like, you know, my style is very like trendy and it's just very Instagrammable, I guess. Is that the word? But he's like, you can't look like a blogger. You must look like a movie star. And to look like a movie star, your hair must be a certain way. Your dress must be a certain way. And I had never thought about that. I was like, wow, okay, I guess he's right. I'm like, if I'm going to be going to this event and being around movie stars, I better look like a movie star, right? And I remember that outfit I wore for that event, that dress and my hair, my makeup was so different than I would usually do. But I feel like it worked for that event. And I remember when I went to that event, I walked the red carpet right after Lupita Nyong'o and before Hilary Swank. These are two Oscar winners. And I just remember thinking to myself like, oh my God, this is so crazy. People were like taking my pictures. Some of the photographers who know me from other events were like, Diana. <laughs> and I was like, I know, I, I couldn't even believe myself that I'm there and that I look the way I looked and I was rocking that carpet. But you have to be able to look the part to be able to be part of whatever world you're trying to be in. So if you're trying to be a real estate agent, like look the part of a real estate agent. Um, and sometimes I'll give you an example is when I come to my studio and I've got a staff, uh, an amazing staff. Sometimes when I come in my gym clothes, because it's just one of those days, I don't really feel like I look like a boss and I don't really act like a boss that day. But when I come in like, you know, dressed up, um, I've got my hair, I've got my makeup going, I'm wearing my suit jacket. I feel like a boss. And it has nothing to do with how my, my employees see me. It has more to do about how I feel about myself. 
And sometimes it's how you feel about yourself that gives you that confidence to um, excel, to do great results. So if you want to make it and dream big and do whatever you want to do, look the part no matter what you're trying to do. My 10th commandment is to believe in yourself. Now, believe is one of my favorite words in the English dictionary and like the English vocabulary. And it just... It's just something that I would, if I could like tattoo it on my forehead, I totally would. You really have to believe in yourself and enable to accomplish anything. Um, sometimes, you know, some of the things I've accomplished, people have told me I'm crazy. They've laughed at me. And I like find it so interesting when I do do it and I accomplish it. And I'm like, hey, I did it. And it's nothing even about those people who are laughing at me. It's just I really do believe that I could do these things. And I really in my head believe that like I'm going to make it happen. And I just feel like you have to start off with like confidence. And even if you're not confident in yourself, find ways to get yourself confident. Whether it's, you know, sometimes when I'm going to go do a big interview and I'm nervous and I'm scared, I'm not confident I could do it. I pump like amazing music in the car and I get myself pumped up and then I walk in and I feel like I do a great job. I slay. But if I am not confident and then I'm talking to a friend who's making me feel worse about myself or, you know, like anybody that you feel like adds on to the negativity, like don't. Uh, I actually try not to talk to anybody before I'm about to do something major and I just put on some great music or meditate and just get myself in that relaxed zone where I'm like, all right, I got this. I'm going to do this. Um, you really, really need to believe in yourself. If you don't believe in yourself, it's going to be hard to do anything, really. And I'm coming from a place for, for a long time, even though I kept getting rejected, I, like, deep down, I felt like I'm going to do this. I'm going to make it happen. And that kind of mentality keeps you going through the hard times and keeps you going through years when you feel like, should I just quit? Is this even going to happen? But that belief system I have in me has really helped me um, you know, get through some, some dark, hard days. So always believe in yourself, no matter what the journey is or how rough the journey is, just keep going. Don't give up. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast, for watching my video. I love the community that we're building here of dreamers, people who really believe that they could do it all, who really want to accomplish their dreams. Um, Thank you guys so much for letting me be able to share my secrets with you guys. I hope you guys could take away some notes, take away some things to help you with your life. And always feel free to reach out to me at Diana Madison on Instagram. You could email me through my website, dianamadison.com. I love doing the show and I'm so excited to have you guys in my life. Thank you guys. Bye.